Here's the truth. Your cell phone company is probably funding liberal gun grabbers, Planned Parenthood, and liberal candidates. Patriot Mobile, America's only conservative cell phone company, gives you the option of pulling your hard-earned money out of liberal hands and putting it into organizations that fight for the First and Second Amendment, border security, and the sanctity of life, and saves you money. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile and get reliable nationwide coverage, unlimited talk and text, and high-speed data that fights for your freedom. Switch today at PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. Again, that's PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. What? What was that? What was that? The CNN debate last night. No, I'm not talking about the National St. Louis Cardinals game. Sweep. Congrats, Washington Nationals, by the way. (laughs) Um, What was that? So we're going to frame it up for you today. As Joe says, he wants our new motto to be everything you need to know in an hour on this show. And I like it. Um, I I am going to frame up for you what happened in yesterday's debate debacle. And believe me, it was a debacle. I've got the lowlights because there are no highlights. And we're going to frame it as losers from last night's debate and bigger losers because there were no winners. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joseph Armacost, how are you today, sir? Well, I'm doing all right. You're right. Last night was nothing but a lie fest, you know? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I mean, just the clips we have today are priceless. And I also have, I'm hoping to get to it today, at the end of the show, a stunner, (laughs) stunner from the Mike Flynn, the former Trump national security advisor, Uh judicial proceeding from his lawyer. Believe me, I am not overselling it when I tell you a stunner from that case. Stay tuned. All, All right, right, let's get to it. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at ExpressVPN. We love ExpressVPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino for three months free with a one-year package. ExpressVPN, we use it here in the Bongino household. Listen, wouldn't it be nice if search engines and social media sites were unbiased platforms that didn't choose a side politically? Keep dreaming. In 2016, the tech elites of Google bragged about donating millions of dollars to Hillary. These big tech companies have pushed their political agenda and restrict the free speech rights of conservatives are the very same corporations we're trusting to handle our personal data online. I don't want them using my web history, email metadata, or video searches against me. That's why we use ExpressVPN here in the Bongino household. Big tech companies can match your internet activity to your identity or location using your public IP address. How much you want to tell these people? When I use ExpressVPN, these tech companies can, they can't see my IP address at all. My identity is masked and anonymized by a secure VPN server. (laughs) They can't watch my stuff. Plus, ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting 100% of your data to keep you safe from hackers and a lot of those internet bad guys out there. Does that sound complicated? No, 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 it's not. I am not a big tech genius, believe me, but I promise you ExpressVPN software takes a minute to set up your computer or phone, tap one button, you're protected. So if you're like me and you believe your internet data belongs to you and not to the tech elites, then ExpressVPN is the answer. Protect your online activity today. Find out who you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's express. V is in Victor, P is in Peter, N is in Nancy.com slash Bongino for three months free with a one-year package. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. Don't forget. All right, Joe, let's go. Oh. Ding. 
Ding. We love the ding dings. Okay. So last night, let's start off with the absolutely clownish Elizabeth Warren at this point, who just, remember, this is losers and bigger losers. There were no winners from last night's debate. Maybe Trump, um, as someone else said, maybe Michael Bloomberg, who's thinking about jumping back in the race because the portfolio of options they had last night in the Democrats were just horrendous. Um, Yeah. So here's, yeah, it was bad, right? You watched some of it, I know, and you got to see the clips this morning. So let's start out with this clip from Elizabeth Warren. I'll set it up first. The moderator of the debate is from the CNN and New York Times. So fake news specialists, appropriate for a Democrat debate, by the way. They're experts in fake news. Um, go, they go out there and they ask her a question about her Medicare for all plan, which is basically Medicare for none and a big government run health care plan estimated to cost $32 trillion over 10 years that Elizabeth Warren wants to implement. Long and short of it is the moderator says, listen, Liz, You're threatening America with a government takeover. I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit. You're threatening America with a government takeover of the healthcare system. It's going to cost $32 trillion. Can you just be honest and tell us our taxes are all going to go up to pay for this disaster? I want you to listen to her answer. This is, I'm going to get this second clip on this in a second, but listen to her answer. She absolutely refuses to answer the question about you, your taxes. Check this out. I have made clear what my principles are here, and that is costs will go up for the wealthy and for big corporations and for hardworking middle class families. Costs will go down. Uh, You know, the way I see this is I have been out all around this country. I've done 140 town halls now, (laughs) been to 27 states in Puerto Rico. Should have done 70,000 selfies, which must be the new measure of democracy. And this gives people a chance to come up and talk to me directly. So I've talked with the family, the mom and dad, whose daughter's been diagnosed with cancer. Joe, did you see the stunt? Yeah, stunt. Yeah, the when stunt. I was a kid, I had this friend, <laughs> Andy Bayer. Um, we, we, uh, me and this guy were best buds for a long time. And every, he used to call everything stunts. Did you see <laughs> the stunt? Like it meant like a trick or a scam <laughs> yeah. you pulled. The guy put every, it wasn't a stunt like a Jackie Chan stunt. Did no. you see the stunt, the scam, the trick she pulls there? She does what liberals always do. Mm-hmm. She's asked a direct question. I will rephrase the question she was asked. You're asking for a government takeover running on this of the healthcare system. Are our taxes going to go up? Middle class taxpayers. Yes. She's asked a yes or no question. Right. She does one thing first. She changes it to a story and makes it an emotional rather than a fact based question. The question it. is a question of fact, is it not, Joe? Mm-hmm. As the audience ombudsman, we're going to need you today. Oh, yes, okay? brother. You got it. it is a simple question of fact. A, will taxes go up for the middle class? B, will they not? Or C, I don't want to answer. She picks option C and starts telling him, I met this lady out there with cancer. Listen, no doubtedly a horrible story. We've had uh-huh. health issues in my family, still do. Had healthcare is expensive precisely because of the government involvement. But folks- it's a yes or no question. Now, when we get to fraudulent Bernie Sanders later, at least Bernie tells the truth and says, yes, yes, your taxes will go up. <laughs> yeah. Warren will not answer the question. She nope. starts telling an emotional story about women she met with cancer. Horrible. But they are not related to the question she's asking, other than they're about health care. She's asked a question about taxes. That's trick. That's stunt number one, the Andy Bayer stunt. But, you know, number two, what she does is she completely divorces herself from basic economic theory. Folks, I've brought this up for a lot of you older listeners. You've heard this before, but 
The principle of Pareto maximization. I don't want to get into a big economics lecture today, but it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Pareto maximization means this. A, 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 a decent measure of the effectiveness of a government policy, i.e. the takeover of the entire healthcare system, a measure of the effectiveness of that policy, Joe, would be, does it make at least one person better right, without making anyone else worse? Anyone else. That's the gen. It's a more complicated, but that's a general takeaway from what they call Pareto optimization. Mm-hmm. Notice how she completely leaves that part out. Not Pareto, but even the general idea. Is this going to make us better? Is it even going to make one person better without making anyone else worse? Now, I have no doubt that free, in other words, taxpayer-funded government benefits for people all over the world, including their healthcare payments, will make a few people better off. The question, Warren, always. Sanders doesn't avoid that. He just lies about it. He insists it's going to make everybody better off. The question Warren avoids is how many people will this make worse off? And the answer is potentially hundreds of millions. Pareto. Don't ever forget the Pareto principle. I don't want any government policy that, that, that doesn't meet that basic criteria. Does it help at least one person without hurting anybody else? That's simple, right? Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren, no. All right, let's go to Warren cut number two. This is the same Q&A with the moderator. The same question. Yes or no, are taxes going to go up? We took two cuts from this. It was very long, so Joe is good at cutting stuff up to not bore you with Elizabeth Warren for more than a minute straight. You may mm-hmm. go to sleep. Thank you. Here's the second part <laughs> of our answer where she's questioned again. Listen, Liz, are taxes going up or what? Get to the point. Check this out. Senator Sanders acknowledges he's going to raise taxes on the middle class to pay for Medicare for all. You've endorsed his plan. Should you acknowledge it, too? So the way I see this, it is about what kinds of costs middle class families are going to face. So let me be clear on this. Costs will go up for the wealthy. They will go up for big corporations and for middle class families. They will go down. I will not sign a bill into law that does not lower costs for middle class families. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, you know, I know in in politics, you're not supposed to say, hey, they're lying. You're supposed to use these, you know, euphemisms. She's using misdirection. She's not exactly being truthful. Not exactly. She's being calculated. She's lying. (laughs) She's lying. The data supports nothing she says. So just to be clear, Joe, on part two of that question, she again does not answer the, she doesn't answer the question. Oh. Let me be, she's getting the part. Let me be clear. She's trying like the Bernie rat. She goes, costs will go down. We didn't ask you about costs. We asked you about taxes. Nobody asked you about costs. The question, Joe, which we heard, we put the question in that time. Joe right. wants me to get away from, he wants me to set up the question rather than let the moderator, which I think is right, well, shortens the clips. But this one's while. important. <laughs> yeah, because the moderator yeah. clearly himself yeah. is yeah. frustrated that Warren won't answer a simple question. Are middle class taxes going, let me tell you about costs. I didn't ask about costs. I asked you about taxes. Taxes. She still doesn't answer it. So- You may say, well, Dan, did she make a point even though she didn't answer the tax question? But she didn't. If taxes do go up, but healthcare costs for America go down, 
Even though Warren didn't exactly answer the question, technically, Joe, she would be right, correct? In other words, Joe, if your tax yeah. bill goes up, say, $5,000 a year, yeah. but your Medicare, oh, excuse me, you're, you're not on Medicare, but you're, you're whatever, your healthcare costs mm-hmm. go down by 6000 then mm-hmm. Joe's better off. He's paying 5000 mm-hmm. for a $6,000 benefit. Mm-hmm. Simple question, right? Yeah. Well, thankfully, you came to the Dan Bongino Show where Joe, again, loves the line, everything you need to know in an hour. In- that is categorically false. Let's go to our friends over at the Washington Examiner, which analyzes this very question. Will America's healthcare costs go down even if their taxes go up? Philip Klein, opinion, Elizabeth Warren's stubborn dishonesty on raising middle-class taxes. Folks, please read the show notes today. These articles will be in the show notes. I have a bunch of stuff on liberal lies, on taxes, on healthcare, everything. A bunch of data you're going to need. We'll get to more of it throughout the show. She is lying. Remember the old DuckTales, Scrooge McDuck, the harp? You are lying, lying. But it then here's the nose. My nose has been broken so many times, it can't grow anymore. Here's the side profile. The nose for Elizabeth Warren is growing. She's not telling you the truth. Let's go to takeaway number one from the Washington Examiner piece, which shows taxes and costs will go up. So Elizabeth Warren's giving you a twofer, folks. She's increasing your taxes and your health care costs with her government takeover. From the piece, and I quote, Even looking at things on a net trade-off basis, however, Warren's numbers don't add up. An analysis of the 2016 Sanders campaign proposal, in other words, the healthcare proposal Elizabeth Warren's endorsing by Bernie Sanders, from the liberal Joe Urban Hmm. Institute, took into account that much of the $32 trillion price tag for Warren and Sanders' government takeover would result from the federal government absorbing many costs currently paid by states in the private sector. Ah, there's a buttski. But the analysis still found that the plan would increase overall health spending in the U.S. by $6.6 trillion over a decade. Whoa. The verdict is in, folks. Elizabeth Warren's full of crap. (laughs) Your taxes are going to go up and your costs are going to go up. What did uh, someone said? It was a joke of Lyndon Johnson. I think said it. He goes, "Man, I I need to get my 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 uh my hands on a one handed economist because everybody kept coming in and telling him on one hand this yeah. and on the other hand, cut one of those hands off. You got no prize, no other hand. <laughs> There's no other hand. She's just making it up. Your taxes up. Your healthcare costs up, up, up. You need visuals." For those of you watching on YouTube, up, 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 up. Nothing she's telling you is true. You're going to get a bit shaggy. You're going to get a big, fat, juicy tax bill and an even bigger, fatter health care bill. Nothing she's telling you is true. Nothing. I thought the government was paying for it. Yeah, they said that with Medicare, too. Now you got Medicare Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, Part X, Supplemental Medicare, Supplemental Supplemental Medicare, Triple Supplemental for supplements to pay the supplement that the supplement didn't get, the copay Supplement Supplement, the the, the Medication Drug Supplement, Vis-a-Vis Supplement, Supplement Supplement, and you got insurance for the supplement. You really believe this is going to work? Listen. <laughs> When I was a kid, I got great advice. Don't be an imbecile. Don't be an imbecile. This is not going to work. Nobody, the liberals, are their, their own think tanks are saying, uh, maybe this isn't such a good idea. Warren is lying. 
Now, I've got more on this throughout the show. Gosh, that was 15 minutes on. I, yeah. I could go all day on this alone because I'm so fascinated by yeah. how people keep falling for these sucker ideas that the government's going to fix your health care. Fix your health care? The government couldn't even open up a website for Obamacare. My, my wife could have done their website. She's a web designer. The government can't even get can't even manage poverty programs. The government's an expert at creating poverty. That's what they do through poverty programs. They're great entrepreneurs for poverty. They're, no one creates poverty better than California and liberal federal government programs. Nobody. They're experts at it, Joe. They are the apple of poverty creation. And you want them to take <laughs> over your healthcare system? They've already bankrupted Medicare, but we paid in. You did pay in, and they flushed it down the toilet. I'm sorry. All right, let's go to our second sponsor before we move on because I got I got a Bernie uh, biggest fraud up there, Bernie. Sometimes he tells the truth about like how bad his programs are, and other times he's just a complete, total, epic level fraud. I'll get to that in a second. Second sponsor today is Genucel. Genucel, we love Genucel. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a big, popular product in our house. My wife loves it. My mother-in-law loves it. My kids love it. Listen, I can't get over how much GenuCells help the people in my family. And here's an email we got from Juliana from Austin, Texas, raving about her amazing transformation thanks to GenuCells. She sent this over to GenuCells. I cannot get over how much and how quickly GenuCells helped me. The jawline creams made my jaw and neck two separate body parts for the first time in a decade. It's a real email. My bags and puffiness <laughs> are gone. It really is the skin's fountain of youth. Thank you, GenuCell, for making me look and feel young again. Now... It's your turn to see results, guaranteed, and best of all, risk-free. You don't like it? Send it back. You will. Chamonix clearing out their inventory before this upcoming holiday season. Order GenuCell's jawline treatment today with MDL technology packed with natural peptides to target that annoying turkey neck. Gobble, gobble. And there we go. Nice. The turkey makes his appearance again. I love that. And get the classic GenuCell for bags and puffiness absolutely free. Gratis. Yes. And for results in 12 hours, the GenuCell immediate effects is also free. This once-in-a-year offer is backed by their 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. Go to GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Here's a promo code. We love promo codes. Enter Dan, my first name, 30. Dan, 30 at checkout. Dan, 30 at checkout. Dan, 30 at checkout. Order now for a surprise luxury gift with your order. Go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com. Enter Dan, 30 at checkout. Again, GenuCell.com. So Bernie last night, you know, Bernie, if there was a ship full of fraud sailing around the ocean, Bernie would be like the Captain Ahab of that ship. I mean, this guy <laughs> is the biggest fraud up there. Uh, I, I get a kick out of Bernie. Uh, we haven't done a lot of Bernie stuff in a while due to all the breaking news, of course, yeah. with Spygate and the, the you know fake whistleblower story and all that stuff. But let's get right to it. Here's a video last night of the Democrat debate debacle last night. Bernie Sanders, total fraud. Again, ripping on millionaires. He is a millionaire. Keep that in mind. This guy's a total epic fraud of, of colossal tier one level proportions, right? And falsely claiming again about the rich and what their, their fair share is. He's just yeah. making this up. Check this out. When you have 87 people, 87 million people uninsured or underinsured, when you got hundreds of thousands of kids who cannot afford to go to college and millions struggling with the oppressive burden of student debt. And then you also have three people owning more wealth than the bottom half of American society. That is a moral and economic outrage. And the truth is, we cannot afford 
to continue this level of income and wealth inequality. And we cannot afford a billionaire class whose greed and corruption has been at war with the working families of this country for 45 years. So if you are asking me, do I think we should demand that the wealthy start paying the wealthiest, top one-tenth of one percent, start paying their fair share of taxes so we can create a nation and a government that works for all of us? Yes, that's exactly what I believe. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is that a joke? (laughs) I... Listen to me, these billionaires, these millionaires and billionaires, they do not pay their fair share. Um, Bernie, the top 20% of earners pay 80% of tax. That doesn't matter. We are talking about bullshit. We are not talking about facts. Bernie, you are a millionaire. That doesn't matter either. The other millionaires are bad. I'm the good millionaire. But you just <laughs> categorically stated millionaires and billionaires are greedy. I'm not greedy. I mean every other millionaire, not this millionaire. What has two thumbs is a millionaire and is not greedy. This guy here, Bernie Sanders, I am not greedy. But you've never met those other billionaires. I haven't met them, but they're a group of mm holes. I don't care. It's me. I am the, I am at the top of the totem pole on the moral high ground of millionaires. Folks, uh, this cat doesn't pay a cent extra in taxes. He's a millionaire. How much? Does that not bother you if you support this guy? Listen, you may not like Trump, but Trump has never run from his wealth and attacked millionaires and billionaires. He's like, I love it. Right, Joe? We've laughed about this before. How Trump, when he talks about his wealth, he's like, yeah, when he goes up on the stage, he goes, and my apartment's bigger than all these guys. Yeah. I got a nicer apartment than all of them. I love yeah. that. I'm like, great. Good for yeah. you. This guy's a fraud. Listen, I'm going to get to exhaustively why he's lying about who pays the taxes in this country. We all know he's lying. They don't pay their fair share. That's crap. I'm going to get to that in a second. I want to get to Elizabeth Warren first. But but before we move on to Elizabeth Warren, again, Matt Palumbo, I want to recite this piece because it's a very, very good one. He is my resident fact checker at Bongino.com. He has a section on a website called Debunk This, and he has an awesome book called Debunk This Too, available now that exhaustively covers every liberal lie you've ever seen. You can check that out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You guys made it a bestseller. He wrote a piece, which again, will be in today's show notes. Now, it's about AOC, but I want to point out again by these takeaways how it relates. The piece is titled AOC Blames Capitalism for Government-Created Problems. If you just click on newsletter on Bongino.com, you can subscribe to our newsletter. We'll send you these articles every day. Why am I bringing this piece up from Matt? Well, he has two takeaways that apply to Bernie's nonsense in that in that uh, in that video. Bernie says, "Well, listen, when kids can't afford to go to college, this is a, he blames it on billionaires. As a billionaires, Joe, who by mm-hmm. the way, most of them who donate money to education causes others, as if they're the cause of rising tuition costs." Yeah. Secondly, he brings up homelessness when you're sleeping on the street, as if billionaires are kicking people out of their houses. What I find odd, Joe, is Bernie brings up two problems that, and I couldn't have predicted this when Matt wrote the piece, that Matt covers in this AOC piece that are government problems. Folks, on a very serious note, one of the things that made me a strong conservative, I was was an independent in college. I think I was registered independent for 15 years or so, for a long time. I'm not sure how long. I should probably fact check myself. But I was a registered independent for a long time. Is in college... I was never a liberal, 
But I believe some of this stuff. Like, gosh, there are all these like greedy billionaires and they're the cause of problems. Listen, I have no doubt that there are billionaires and millionaires who are greedy. But the problems in our society, when I found out, are largely caused not by millionaires and billionaires, but by the government itself. Folks, I'm not kidding when I tell you it was a transformative road to Damascus moment. You know, there's a line that there are two kinds of people who see the world differently than everyone else, the super rich and the super political. They don't see the world like anybody else. The super rich because they, they don't need anything. Money means nothing. Nobody sees the world like that but them. The super political because you've seen the wizard. You've pulled back the curtain and you know everything you've been told is BS. You can't unsee that wizard when you find out that almost every single systemic nationwide global problem we have now, nearly every single one, can be blamed on central planners and big government. Now, from Matt's piece, remember, Bernie's claiming billionaires are the cost of student loan, the student loan crisis and people not being able to afford college. Right. Well, Palumbo's piece systemically dismantles all of this nonsense. From the piece, the federal government, Joe, began subsidizing tuition as early as 1965. But it was the 1978, remember that date, Middle Income Student Assistance Act, which expanded government subsidies from the poor to the middle class, that marked the turning point in college costs. Since 1978, college costs have increased 1,225%, while inflation has increased 279%. So let's be clear. Oh, Government intervenes in 1978, says we're going to fix this college loan problem. We're going to start running subsidy programs and regulate the whole thing to give people more money. Give people more money. Shockingly, they spend it. So do colleges that are the recipients, the end recipients of that money. What happens? Government assistance, again, folks, up. Costs up more. This is not hard. (laughs) Shaggy, this is not even Scooby gets it. This isn't hard. You track government intervention in the college loan market up. Try to follow, Joe. Costs. Uh, This is not complicated. Yes, even Joe gets it. This is not hard. But Bernie, no, watch this. The, remember the flipperoo? Yeah. You know that we call, we, we call, whenever we have to call a dipsy do flipperoo, perk up your antenna. Should go. The dipsy do flipperoo. You like that girl? You like her a lot? Uh, or, you know, she doesn't like you. you. You break up with her. All of a sudden, she likes you. Vice versa. Happened to me once with a girlfriend. I didn't like her that much. She dumped me. I was like, oh my gosh, I really like her. It's the flipperoo. The dipsy do flipperoo. Why are you staring at me over there? I can see you out of the court. Paula's staring at me. She's like, where's he going to go with this? Don't worry. I'm not giving too many. It's not Paula, by the way. Paula never said she didn't like me. But she did play hard to get. And I sent her that Michelle Branch song. Remember that? I called you that morning. I'm like, why do I like this woman so much? Because she pretended she didn't like me back for a little while. Maybe it is the flipperoo. I don't know. But it started that way. So there was no flipperooski. Oh, getting back to my point, because I always get off track here. So this is the flipperoo. Bernie Sanders blames millionaires and billionaires for a problem if you're interested in facts and data that is clearly attributable to government intervention and central planners. Well, why is that odd? Because Bernie Sanders is a central government planner who wants more of the same problem that's causing the problem. But the millionaires did it. Okay, dude, whatever. You're just making that up. Second takeaway from Matt's piece. Remember Bernie, the millionaires kicking out people on the street. 
Yeah. So millionaires and billionaires now are, are making the homelessness crisis worse? By the way, homelessness is really bad in liberal states, but you know, don't let that get in the way. Second takeaway, Matt, who always does good work. I can't recommend this book enough, by the way. Again, debunk this. You'll see all kinds of arguments like this. Look at this handy-dandy chart. I'll explain it to you for the audio listeners. Quote from Matt's piece. Well, why is there so much homelessness and why are housing costs out of control in liberal areas? Well, folks, you can blame it largely on zoning laws. Quote, zoning laws saw a sharp escalation from the 1980s to the, the 1960s to the 1980s and briefly took a halt in the Reagan era before lawmakers put the pedal to the floor. Now, Matt has a convenient chart here where you can see the zoning index. In other words, zoning laws, which make it more expensive to build housing, which makes Joe shockingly housing more expensive. You can see from this chart, come back to me here for a second, zoning and therefore housing costs, Joe, up. Housing costs and homelessness, up more. (laughs) There you go. Again, folks, don't let the facts get in the way of another stupid Bernie Sanders argument. We definitely need more government. They're going to fix this. They're the ones who did it. They're the ones who did it. It's like when you catch your kid with the Nutella all over her face. And you're like, (laughs) did you eat Nutella on that piece of bread? No, no, it wasn't me. What's that stuff on your face? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It reminds me of the Beavis and Butthead thing. Mr. Anderson, (laughs) when he catches them in in the RV. Did you guys rip up my RV? (laughs) What, me? It was other kids. You're in the RV. The government's causing all these problems. You understand how what I just said, and I meant it, the two people that see the world differently, the super rich and the super political. When you are super political and you dig into every piece and nugget of fact and data, you will start to find out the illuminating moment I had when I figured out that everything you've been told about homelessness, drug problems, college costs, the economy is wrong. That the hiccups and the problems in those areas are the direct result of government involvement. All right, I'm going to get to the tax thing because remember, I told, I just wanted to, I want to play another video first of Elizabeth Warren because Bernie made a claim there about the rich not paying, not paying their fair share either, which is so erroneous that how they continue to parrot this, knowing they're lying, is just frankly bizarre. By the way, some of you may have questions about my shirt, make bodybuilding great again. This is my buddy Steve Kuklo. He's one of the best bodybuilders in the world. He think he finished sixth at the Mr. Olympia this year, so he gave me this shirt. You can check him out. He's uh, K-U-C-L-O. I think he's, his nickname is King Snake. Who knows why? I don't want to ask too many questions. But he, he's make bodybuilding great again. <laughs> it's a really terrific. I love it. I, have a, I wear it to the gym. People love it. Sometimes you get a liberal walks by. It gives me the snake eye or the, the stink eye. But I don't get too many comments. That, you know, I think it's being 6'1 to 2.30. Kind of has something to do with that. All right. You know what? Let's knock out um, our last sponsor who I really love. Uh, let's do that. And I want to get this Warren video and I'll explain the whole fair share argument and why that's total, complete garbage. You will be thoroughly educated after this. And you will never fall for that argument, the fair share argument again. It doesn't matter, though, because liberals don't believe in facts and data. But remember, the third party listening to you debate a liberal may be convinced. All right. Today's show also brought to you by buddies at Bravo Company Manufacturing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the market for a rifle. This is the finest rifle company out there. I have two of them. I love them. They are called Bravo Company Manufacturing. It is bravocompanymfg.com is their website. Their YouTube channel is youtube.com slash bravocompanyusa. 
Folks, listen, this is not a sporting arms company. I can't say that enough. You know, you never want to say in an advertisement what a company isn't. But in this case, it's important because I don't want to mislead you. Bravo Company Manufacturing, a company I trust, they're not a sporting arms company. If you want sporting arms, fine, go somewhere else. There's no problem with that. They design, engineer, and manufacture. It's important. Life-saving equipment. If you're looking for a rifle that you want to know when it leaves the BCM shop will function in, God forbid, a life or death situation, that could be, you know, rat rifle could be in the hands of a law enforcement officer, a soldier overseas, or a civilian interested in equipment that will work when you need it most and will function with precision. BCM is your company. Quality is of the utmost value to them. Every component, not just one or two, every component of BCM rifle is hand assembled and tested by professionals in a, a Heartland, Wisconsin, to a life saving standard. They put people before their products. They feel it's their moral responsibility, not their business responsibility, their moral responsibilities, Americans, to provide tools that will not fail the end user when it's not just the paper target, but God forbid someone trying to do them harm. They make life-saving equipment. Their rifles are the finest out there. I can personally attest to it. So can one of my friends. He runs a, a local firearm shop. He loves these rifles. Folks, to learn more about Bravo Company Manufacturing, head on over to Bravo Company M. As in Mary, F is in Frank, G is in George.com, Bravo Company, MFG.com. Discover more about their products, special offers, and upcoming news. That's Bravo Company, MFG.com. You need more convincing? Go check out their YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bravo Company USA. All right, moving on. So, Liz Warren last night. I got to bounce back. I can't do too much Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren all at one time. I really will put you to sleep. So I have to kind of like <laughs> dig. She's, she's yeah. digestible in small nuggets, her, her, her video appearances there on a debate stage because they're so bad and so awful. So Bernie made the argument, the last thing, about millionaires and billionaires not paying their fair share, which is totally erroneous and just a complete fabrication. Well, Elizabeth Warren doubles down on this again. And she's asked about, you know, billionaires and why they're so awful. She's like, I don't have a beef with billionaires. So check this cutout. And I'm going to finally give you the facts and data. Again, you need to rebut this stupid argument about millionaires and billionaires not paying their fair taxes and not paying their fair share in taxes. And pays particular attention to what Warren says about how those billionaires got rich, conveniently leaving out that it was the tax money the wealthy paid that also built the infrastructure that later wealthy people used to get rich too. She leaves all that out in this really <laughs> silly explanation she tries to frame as an emotional appeal. Check this out. I'm really shocked at the notion that anyone thinks I'm punitive. Uh, look, I don't have a beef with billionaires. My problem is you made a fortune in America. You had a great idea. You got out there and worked for it. Good for you. But you built that fortune in America, I guarantee you built it in part using workers all of us help pay to educate. You built it in part getting your goods to market on roads and bridges all of us help pay for. You built it at least in part protected by police and firefighters all of us help pay the salaries for. And all I'm saying is you make it to the top, the top one-tenth of one percent, then pitch in two cents so every other kid in America has a chance to Senator, make it. Thank you. That you didn't build that. Pit. <laughs> you, you the sequel. Yeah. You didn't part exactly. Yeah. D-E-U-X. Right. Remember Obama? Yeah. You didn't build that. Yeah. They're right. Joe's right. Elizabeth Warren. Um, folks, pitch in two cents 
Is she, <laughs> just to be clear, like, is, is, oh, all right, you may say, well, she was being silly. She didn't really mean two cents. Two cents? So she's making a claim to be clear because she's not being clear that wealthy people get rich and that their wealth was built on the education and security and police services and fire department services and roads and bridges built by others. Um, okay. I, I, it's a stretch. I mean, didn't they pay? There are places that have almost no federal (laughs) income tax base or state income tax base at all. Where oligarchs and mobsters get rich too, and I—I I mean, you can't make the same clip. Right? You get my point, Joe. Yeah. So she said, her suggestion, right, is that in yeah. a civilized country like the United States, thankfully, that the hordes and the masses would come and repossess your wealth if it wasn't for the cops we all pay for, and no. the roads you transport your goods on are paid for by the taxes of other people, and you're mm-hmm. just basically pillaging all of them and taking their money and all their services to get rich by your on your own. Well, that argument would, I guess, be sound if the evidence of collection of wealth in central planner socialist countries and complete third world republics didn't exist. In other words, Hmm. what she's suggesting is what? There's a collection of wealth in the United States. It's worse than other places. You go to some countries in Central America, South America, in Africa, where the governing systems aren't as strong, you have a series of oligarchs and upper level tyrants and people like that who are gotten wealthy off the people for they just steal their money outright at least here the rich have to pay back so okay on point two she, well okay that's fair but what she's saying is the rich don't pay enough just like bernie no no pay the fair share well joe that's a statistical fact-based question again that you can yeah. answer by suggesting Simply ask, asking and answering the question, well, then what do the rich pay? Well, we're going to do something very troubling for liberals here. Uh, we are going to actually analyze data. Oh. D-A-T-A. Facts. I know that's oh, hard, folks. Gosh. I know. I know it's not the sexiest word on a show. <sighs> data. Ah, data. Liberals are horrified by data. <laughs> Let's check that argument out. If the rich are paying their fair share or they're just driving on roads and pillaging police and fire services from everyone else who are paying for it. Let's go to the tax foundation first. It's not a pretty exhaustive analysis on these numbers. Let's check this out. By the way, this is from 2018. It covers it by Robert Bellafiore. This will be in the show notes, this article. So all these screenshots I'm going to put up, you can take yourself. It'll be in the show notes. Again, subscribe to my newsletter on the website. We'll email them to you. The Tax Foundation did a pretty exhaustive study of what wealthy Americans, middle-class Americans pay using 2016 data. Why 2016, Joe? Because we have a pretty comprehensive data set from them. 2018, 2019 are obviously not in yet. So let's look at what they found. Do the rich pay their fair share or are they driving on roads they didn't pay for? Those evil rich. From the Tax Foundation. By the way, this is just three of the bullet points from their study. There are many more. You can read it yourself. Again, it'll be in the show notes. Um, And I encourage you to do that because nothing liberals are telling you is true from the piece. Takeaway number one, the share of reported income earned by the top 1% of taxpayers fell slightly to 19.7% in 2016. Their share of the federal income tax, uh, federal income taxes fell slightly to 37.3%. So just to be clear, one out of a hundred taxpayers, one, is currently paying 
37.3, nearly 40% of federal income tax. One. Ooh. Uh, That's not a, what is your, I don't, I don't get it. What's your fair share? You want one out of every hundred people to pay what? A hundred percent of the federal tax load? So just to be clear, how much do those roads cost where that one rich guy out of a hundred in your neighborhood is financing 40% of the roads and the police and the fire services. All right, that was about federal income taxes, but it gets worse, not better. Because remember, the top 1% pay state taxes, pay sales taxes. Mm -hmm. That's a low end of the tax load. So just to be clear, those what are those roads, paved in diamonds? (laughs) I mean, I was a cop. I loved it. What are you paying your cops? Seven million a year? I wish we had that kind of GDP where we could pay them. They're great. Joe, uh, audience ombudsman, is this making sense? Ah, uh, we're perfectly One dude clear, Dan. Yep. Or woman out of 100 is paying 40 cents of every dollar yep. to build roads, bridges, and pay the cops she's talking about. Yep. Back to the tax foundation piece. I could do this all day. I could do my Captain America in that movie. I could go all day. Uh, in 2016, the top 50% of all taxpayers paid 97% of all individual income taxes. While the bottom 50% obviously paid the remaining 3%. Oh. So now we're out of the rich category. We're getting to middle class, upper middle class, and yeah. just middle class in general. 50%. So here, here's half. 50% and up pay 97 cents of every single federal income tax dollar. The bottom 50% pay 3 cents of every dollar. I only bring this point up to show you no matter where you go on the income spectrum, the more money you make, the more taxes you pay. (laughs) Nobody escapes it. The middle class doesn't escape it. And let me ask you this. Let me tie it back to Elizabeth Warren's government-run Medicare for all nonsense takeover. Government takeover our healthcare system. Joe, if... The upper 50%, meaning the middle class, upper middle class, wealthy, and the uber wealthy, right? Mm-hmm. If they're paying almost all, I mean, effectively, 97 cents of every dollar in taxes is paid by them. Yeah, yeah. close to all. Yeah. How are your taxes not going to go up if Elizabeth Warren plans to double the federal budget every year? By taking over the healthcare system. Remember, the federal budget's $4 trillion. She wants to spend a year. She wants to spend $3.2 trillion at the low end more every year. She wants to double the federal budget to pay for a government takeover of the healthcare system. It's going to up your costs and your taxes. If the 50% and above pay almost all of the taxes, how are those top 50%, meaning you, half of the people in your neighborhood, how are they not going to see a tax hike? It's called math, ah. arithmetic. Yeah, yeah. Joe's like, yeah, uh, right. Yes, <laughs> yeah. math. That thing. Ah. Yes, yes. Do it. Do it. The couples <laughs> retreat. Yoga guy. Yes, math. Do it. That's every online. I need to hire that guy to do a quick commercial for my show. If you're out there, couples retreat. I know a couple Hollywood people. <laughs> Tap that guy. Call me. I will pay him to do a commercial for my show. Math, Elizabeth Warren. Do it. Yes, do it. How is she gonna do it? She can't do basic math. Basic math. I was a college professor uh, at Harvard. Uh, turn that degree in, please. <laughs> Do it. Math. 
Ah, oh, dude. Okay. There's another from the tax foundation piece. I'm sorry. One more. I've got, I, I'm, again, I can do this all day because it's just so easy to debunk their stupidity because data doesn't lie. Liberals do. Final takeaway from this piece. Again, there's a bunch of them in there. I'm just picking out some of the gems. <laughs> this one, this is, a, I mean, this is just a diamond here. The top 1%, Joe, the millionaires and billionaires paid a greater share of individual income taxes. Oh, I just lost that. Paid a greater share of individual income tax. That, sorry. I'm going to pull this up on my phone, folks. Sometimes I prompt or excuse me for the new tech here. All right. The top one, yeah, sometimes it goes down. You got to like mess with it sometimes. You can leave it in a show. We just got our new studio. We're just working stuff out. Even last night on a Fox hit, I lost my teleprompter when I was on the Hannity show uh, last night. The top 1% of taxpayers paid a 26.9% individual income tax rate. Oh, there you go. Which is more than seven times higher than taxpayers in the bottom 50%. Folks, do you understand what I'm telling you here? One out of 100 people paid a tax rate that is seven times higher than the taxpayers in the bottom 50% who are only paying 3.7%. Again, please tell me what part. Math, do it. Tell me what part of fair share that doesn't meet. Give us a number. Aren't you obligated to give us a number? You know, I don't have the clip today. Forgive mm. me. My bad. I wish I had it. But there's a segment with Al Sharpton, phony, another fake. Al Sharpton, I'm not sure if he was on Hannity or whatever. I'll try to pull it maybe for tomorrow. Let me take a note on that, Sharpton. I got to remember because this is a classic. I mean, it was Fox. I'm pretty sure it was Fox. And they ask Al Sharpton. He makes this dopey fair share argument. They ask him to put a number on it. Okay, well, what percentage? If that number I gave you that they're paying 27.9%, uh, seven times higher than the bottom 50% yeah. at 3, 3%, what is their fair share? And he gives them a number lower than what they're actually paying. Sharpton does. <laughs> he's like, well, I think I should pay maybe 40%. Well, they're actually already paying 80. Ah, and he's like stunned because, he, you know, like every other lib, he doesn't know what yeah. he's talking about. Damn. Now, you know who has another great piece on this? Mm. Our buddies at the Daily Signal. I'm going to get to this quick and then let's hold the rest of this stuff. Because there's so much from this debate last night. We had Beto. Gosh, Beto blows up Kamala Harris. Like the tyranny streak with the left just never ends. Want to shut down Trump's Twitter, Kamala Harris. Good luck with that. The Daily Signal has a great, uh, great piece up about, again, who pays their fair share of taxes. Are the rich really getting over? So in, this, uh, in our uh, show notes today, the New York Times is wrong. The rich pay more taxes than you do by Adam Michelle. I had Adam Michelle on Twitter. Folks, this is that Saez study we discussed the other day that the liberals and the New York Times have been tossing out there that the rich are getting over, folks. They're paying a lower tax rate than you are. We clear? Liberal yeah. line, which is always BS, so don't worry about the other kids' Beavis and Butthead approach, right? Mm -hmm. Liberals are paying a lesser tax rate than even some poor Americans. No. It's just not true. So I have three takeaways from the Daily Signal piece, which is excellent. The first one is on tax rates. Is that true? Are rich people paying a lower tax rate than the poor? Well, the Daily Signal looked at that because data kind of matters. Math, do it. Looking at all federal taxes, the CBO, Congressional Budget, you know, liberals love the CBO, Joe. Now they do, yeah. Shows that the top 1% pay an average federal tax of 33.3%. Joe, keep that in mind. All okay, right. this is going to be tough math. 
33.3, Joe. I'm going to ask you if that's greater or lesser than the next number. So the top 1% pay an average federal tax rate of 33.3%. The data shows tax rates decline with income. Decline? What do you mean? I thought they went up. The, the, The liberals are telling us everybody else, the poor people are paying more. The data shows tax rates decline with income. And the poorest 20% of the population pays an average tax rate of just 1.7%. Wait, here's the kicker. The left-leaning tax policy center shows similar results. Joe, (laughs) take a moment. I hate these. I hate these. I I know, I know. It's mentally exhausting. (sighs) You got to take a B12 shot afterwards. I get it. The dendrites, boom, got to fire, neurons and everything. Joe didn't have a good meal this morning. I know it's tough. Is 33.3% the tax rate, the top 1% are paying? Is that higher or lower than the 1.7% the poor are paying in the country? Take a moment and think about it. Why do you make this so hard? I know. I'm sorry. (sighs) I'm going to say it's bigger. It's higher. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The verdict is in. Armacost is correct. The judges rule. In favor of Joe Armacost. 33.3%. He was sweating it out. Is in fact greater than 1.7. Now, don't let, again, don't let those facts from the CBO that the left (laughs) claims to love get in the way of a stupid argument (laughs) that the rich are paying lesser tax rates than the poor. Don't let it get in the way of your argument. Just keep lying. You all are very good at it. Oh, the Daily Signal piece isn't done there, though. You may say to yourself, well, then how did two relatively well-respected, by the left at least, researchers, this guy Saez and Zuckman, how did they come up with crazy numbers like the rich are paying a lesser tax rate than the poor? Well, there's always a stunt. But let's get to takeaway number two first. Because this is always a counter-argument that Sharpton actually tried in that cut. Again, I'm going to try to find this for tomorrow. I'll do my best to dig it up. Well, maybe the rich are paying that tax rate, but certainly it's less than the share. Here's the second takeaway from the Daily Signal piece. Certainly it's less than the share of income. In other words, Joe, if the rich are paying 33%, yeah. well, they're making 50 So they should pay more. Okay, let's check that out. Quote from the piece. The Liberal Institute on Taxation and Economic Policy, yes, liberal, estimates that combined federal, state, local taxes are still quite progressive. It finds the top 1% pay a 33.7% tax rate and the poorest 20% of Americans pay an average 20% cumulative tax rate when all the taxes are factored in. Here's the kicker. Kicker. The data also show the highest income taxpayers are the only group that pay a larger share of total taxes than its share of total income. Oh, be ready, be ready. Liberals come back. I've debated this a thousand times on TV. All right. Well, they may pay 33% the rich, but they earn more than that. They should pay more. No, they earn less. They pay a greater share of taxes than their total income. What you're saying is false, not true, a lie. Because we do this crazy thing here called data. Now, I'm going to wrap up the show on this today. I know some of this, listen, I teased the flints. I'm going to have to get to it tomorrow because it's going to require a longer explanation. Um, And I've also got some other cuts and some other stuff. But again, we want to keep this show in a certain time frame so you can watch it on your commute home and listen. Um, but trust me, you're not going to want to miss tomorrow's show. We are, we have been loaded for the last few days. Yeah. You may be asking yourself, well, Liz Warren, the New York times, Bernie Sanders and others who were 
propagandizing and gaslighting you with this study that the rich are getting over on you and they're paying a lesser share. How did these two researchers come up with that data? They pulled a little stunt. That's fascinating. Paula loves the economic stuff. You're going to like this one. Put up the third takeaway. I'll explain it. I'm going to read it first, but I'll explain it. It's a little complicated. The ratio of underreported to reported income decreases for higher levels of income. The ratios also change over time. For example, around the time of the 1986 Reagan tax cuts, reported income increased significantly because lower tax rates increased tax compliance. Don't worry. I promise I'm going to clear this up for you. Misallocating untaxed income makes top earners' incomes appear systemically larger than they actually are, artificially driving down the estimated tax rate. <laughs> I get it. Mm. Many of you are like, what? What was yeah, that Explain, about? man. <laughs> explain. Let me do some explaining. It's actually easier than you think. Yeah. The way these researchers made the tax rate rich people pay appear lower, because remember, their argument is rich people aren't paying enough taxes and poor people are paying more. You dig? Right. Yeah, man. The way they made the rich people's tax rates appear lower is this clever little stunt they pulled. The IRS and other bodies that research tax uh, income and tax taxes paid relative to income, they adjust income for most income groups, rich, poor, middle class, up. Well, why? Why would they do that, Joe? Why if Joe, I don't know. I have no idea what Joe makes. Joe makes 50, yeah. I have no idea. Let's nah. say Joe makes $50,000 a year. Nah, when I'm we'll researching Joe's income and the taxes he pays, I have to adjust that up. I make it maybe if he makes 50, I adjust it to say 55. Yeah. You might scratch your head you're like, Dan, I don't get it. If he makes 50, why are you saying he makes 55? Because folks, as referenced in the Daily Signal piece, a substantial swath of income in the United States goes underreported. Hmm. So when you study when you study income, they make adjustments upwards. To, and, and an example they use in the piece, which is an excellent one, Folks, people in the restaurant industry, I love them to death. But let's be honest. You think they're reporting every tip? Probably not. I mean, listen, everybody's done it. You think the paper boy is getting a cash tip? Is Income in the United States right. is not accurately reflected by IRS data. You got to make adjustments. But as the signal notes in the piece, as you move up the income scale, poor, Lower middle class, middle class, upper middle class, wealthy, uber wealthy, Joe. Mm -hmm. The ratio of underreported income, the amount goes down significantly. Now, why would that be? Think about it. Joe, if you're Bill Gates. Yes. Do you really think Bill Gates is hiding cash tips he gets? Do you nah. think someone's dropping him a 10 spot after, he, <laughs> after, he, after Bill Gates does charity? Hey, Bill, here's a 10 ski. And Bill's like, don't report that. His wife, Melinda. Hey, put it in your bag. Don't tell the <laughs> yeah. government. Folks, when you're worth a quadrillion dollars, it's pretty right. hard to hide that. They're not like El Chapo burning the 20s in the back of like a stash house for their drug supply. So what Saez and Zuckman did is super clever. They pretended the ratio, in other words, the amount of money rich people hide uh -huh. in like underreported income is the same as, say, wage workers in a restaurant getting tips. That's absurd. Nobody does that. It was a scam. No credible entity does that. So what did it do? By saying, no, no, rich people make more, they're hiding more. I'm sure they're hiding some, but nowhere close to his percentage what, what uh, wage workers are doing. Nowhere close. Nobody does that, Joe. 
What did they do? They inflated dramatically mm-hmm. the incomes of wealthy people to make it seem like their taxes were that much lower. Mm-hmm. Folks, seriously, br- brilliant. Slimy, sleazy, snaky, horrible, <laughs> but brilliant, brilliant. Guinness guy, brilliant. Yeah. Right? It yeah. made out, look, they're not paying their tax. We're going to, hey, how, why does their income seem like it's so much more? Oh, we're just using the numbers we use everybody else. Oh. But that's not how any of that works. No. Bill Gates does not have a stash house for like, you know, things he sold in the black market in his house. I assure you. Nobody does it that way. But these two, because they wanted to make an argument that the rich are getting over. All right, folks, I'm so, I'm sorry I had to wrap it. I got a ton more. I know today's show has been really I, I, one of my favorite shows we've done Dan, in a long time. Paula likes what? economic shows, too. They, they were giving out yeah, so many in. Pinocchios so often last night at that debate. Those people are going to need, they're, they're not going to need a chainsaw to get into their car. I mean, it's... <laughs> oh. Just or they're going to cause themselves the a serious safety situation if they're in a front-end accident, right? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Nose, saying? right out the front Whoa. window. Punch that front like a, like one of those center punches right Holy out. You won't even cow, need it. You dude. got the nose. Man, you know the center Lord. punches? If you, God forbid, yeah, you go yeah. underwater, you punch it. They don't have it. They got the nose. Pop it with the nose. <laughs> Folks, pick up Matt's book again, uh, debunk this. Uh, a lot of this stuff is in there. It's a terrific yeah. piece of work. Uh, it's available on Amazon. Matt Palumbo, who is a resident fact checker. And please... Yeah, I, man. with the greatest of respect and humility, ask you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. It'll always be an audio podcast first, but we're putting a lot of money um, into studio technology to make the show easier to watch and hear online. So youtube.com slash Bongino, please subscribe. It's free. And also subscribe to our audio podcast as well. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, SoundCloud, wherever you can find it. We really appreciate it. Folks, I got a stack show. I will get to that Mike Flynn thing. I promise. I'm sorry. It was just a lot about the debate last night. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.